baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 309 here on WWL Radio. About 51 minutes to go before I hand it over to Sports Talk. Full four hours tonight. They just have three hours tomorrow because then we're going to have a Thursday night football on Tampa Bay at Buffalo. Uh, we're going to join that pregame at seven o'clock and we're going to have kickoff at 720. Remember, you can stream Thursday night football on your mobile phone, tablet, your smart speakers. Just tell your smart speaker, whichever one you got, play WWL. It's that easy. Joining me on the line right now is Warren Luckett. Mr. Luckett is one of the founders of Black Restaurant Week, reading now from their press release here. The odds are continuously stacked against black-owned culinary businesses, and their survival is still in jeopardy as they face constant economic downturns due to recovering from the pandemic while coping with inflation. Mr. Luckett, welcome to the show. Thanks for making time. Ian, thanks so much for having me, man. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. How are you? I cannot complain, cannot complain, and I'm not going to be hungry after I, I visit some of these amazing restaurants we have participating in Black Restaurant. Are, where are you, right? I know you're Atlanta-based. Are you there? Are you in New Orleans? What are you doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm in Atlanta, but, okay. uh, but by the sound of it, man, I, you know, I'd love to get down there for that Thursday night game, man. Go Saints. <laughs> well, we're, we're not playing until Sunday. We got bucks at Bills on uh, on Thursday night football. But, yeah, man, come down for a – Come down for a Saints-Falcons game. That's a good time. Definitely wear a Falcons uh, jersey, walk around in the French Quarter. Let me know how that pans out for you, man. Hey, hey I'm, I'll make sure to bring my boxing gloves <laughs> while I'm at it. Uh, yeah, we'll go for a bike ride. I love it, Warren. Okay, uh, Black Restaurant Week is in its eighth year. You got the Gulf Coast campaign in its sixth year. Tell us about the journey and the impact of Black Restaurant Week since you launched it in 2016. Yeah, since 2016, we've had an opportunity to showcase uh, just the amazing work that black restaurants have been, been doing all over the country. Like so many other communities, restaurants uh, are, are really the backbone that provide uh, an opportunity for the community to come together, to, to eat, to fellowship. And we just want to provide an opportunity uh, to showcase some awareness to some amazing small business owners right there in New Orleans. Cool. Uh, the more than just a week campaign has been a focus of yours lately. What, are, what does that mean? What are your sort of key objectives there? What does more than just a week mean? Yeah, for us, we want you all to, to spend the time from, you know, October the 20th through the 28th uh, participating in Black Restaurant Week, getting a chance to really familiarize yourself with maybe some new restaurants that you haven't tried out before. But for us, it's about supporting these restaurants all year. So even when the campaign's over, we, we want the community to still go out and support these businesses uh, throughout the year because uh, they definitely can use your support. That's great. Um, okay, great. So the restaurant industry... Uh, you know, writ large has had some really serious challenges in the last couple of years, you know, between the pandemic and supply chain issues and labor issues. Um, how has Black Restaurant Week contributed to the recovery of black owned businesses during this time? Yes. Yeah, so in 2020, we uh, wanted to, to create a platform that provided business development uh, opportunities for some of these small business owners. And so we established a Feed the Soul Foundation. 
Feed to Soul Foundation supports uh, uh, minority businesses throughout the country by giving them $10,000 grants, mm. as well as paying them with, with uh, business consultants for six months. Because it's a great thing to give these businesses uh, cash and capital, but if they don't know how to use it to create sustainability, it may not always go a long way. And so we work with these businesses to find out, you know, what type of consultants they want, anything from like a menu consultant yeah. to a website design. You talked about labor shortages. Uh, we've, we've partnered with HR consultants to help uh, with staffing issues. But we really want it to be a hands-on approach uh, to providing these businesses with resources for success. Great, great, great. Okay, um, your press release also mentions that, uh, what's it say here? I'm going to scroll down a little. Yes, right here. Less than 20% of U.S. employer businesses are minority-owned. I, I did not know that. That is uh, surprising to me. So how does, uh, how does your organization uh, plan to take aim at that disparity? Well, in, in addition to, uh, to providing the business grants uh, for, for the foundation every year, we also provide things like emergency grant relief programs. So if a business has been affected by a natural disaster or break-in, then we provide some stipends to help them with their insurance deductibles. And we're also uh, huge advocates of the next generation of, of culinary professionals. And so we've been able to give out scholarships to, to students that, uh, that, that have an interest in hospitality as well as marketing. Uh, last year in uh, our campaign, over 15 different markets, we had an opportunity to celebrate over 1,700 businesses. And we look to continue to grow that number uh, this year in 2023. Wow. Okay. So um, let's see. How, how participating restaurants, they can join your organization at no cost, right? And they get back, uh, you know, you, you sort of act as an advisor. You give them these various marketing materials, digital assets that they can use. Explain how that trickles down, man, because I mean, I mean, it's, it's it's apparent to everybody how that benefits the restaurant, the owners and the people who work there. But there's this uh, knock on effect, right, where it, it impacts the broader economy in the local community. Say a little bit about that. Yeah, no, no. For us, we want to provide these restaurants with an opportunity to, to get that marketing platform that oftentimes they, they may not ha have an opportunity to receive. You know, as small business owners, they spend so much of their time, you know, working with the supply chain of, of just, you know, the food procurement, the back of the house, the staffing issues. And so through, uh, through our campaign, we really want to provide that marketing support, you know, that PR support, yeah. that digital social media support. You know, some of these auxiliary uh, uh, tools that are really necessary for any business to succeed. And, and so, uh, again, you know, it is more than just a week because we do need the community to come out and support. If uh, while patronizing these businesses, you're a small business owner yourself here in the community and you see an opportunity to elevate or, or uh, to, to raise, you know, some of these businesses, yeah. we would love for you all to collaborate. Right. We, we really, truly believe this is a grassroots effort, even though it's a national campaign. This only works when we get the local uh, local support. And so, again, we really appreciate opportunities to speak uh, to, to partners like you in. Hell yeah. I love grassroots efforts, man. I'm, I'm just Mr. Grassroots Efforts, a huge fan of that. Okay. So um, how can people learn more, man? How can people follow your work, get information, learn how they can get involved, learn, you know, how they could get their restaurant involved if they don't know about it already? Yeah, no, for sure. And, and so we built our website, Black Restaurant Weeks with an S, dot com out like a directory. We know a lot of times people want to support these small business owners. They may just not know where they are. And so what we've done is we've built our website out to function as a directory. So you can literally put your zip code in. You can put your dietary restriction in. Mine personally nice. is, is, is Cajun. Uh, 
you know, and, 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 and filter some of these other restaurants by, by, other, uh, by, by some of the other preferences they have, you know, some that are kid-friendly, some that have a patio. And so you can really use this uh, as a resource, not only when you're in New Orleans, but as you travel to other cities out, outside, of, uh, outside of Louisiana as well. Because, again, this Gulf Coast campaign is encompassing Alabama, Mississippi, as well as Louisiana. Very cool. Warren Luckett is the founder of Black Restaurant Week. Uh, thank you so much for your time and your work on this really important thing to do. Um, I think you probably have a really fun job and you really wake up every day and think, I'm going to help some people today. And I think that that's a blessing that uh, a, a lot of people get through life without. So uh, I'm glad for you, Warren. Thanks for your time today, man. Appreciate it. No, likewise. And thanks again for the opportunity. Absolutely. Come on down here. I'll buy you a Sazerac and we'll uh, go cheer on the Saints together here. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Warren Luckett is the founder of Black Restaurant Week. There he goes. Um, I'm thinking about some of the black restaurants I know, or excuse me, the black-owned restaurants I know in New Orleans. Um, some of them are kind of hard to get a table at, you guys, because they're so popular. I think uh, I just wrote a couple down here. I know Sweet Soul Food, uh, which is all vegan. They catered my wedding. Uh, you probably know that my wife is a militant vegetarian, and she said, I will not have any animal flesh served at my wedding. I did not put up much of a fight. So we got sweet soul food, and everybody loved it. People keep telling me, you know, I went to that restaurant after I ate the food at your wedding. It was so good. Uh, the Munch Factory is another one. When I was given food tours in the Lower Garden District, and they had a location down there, and go in the Munch Factory with tour groups, and everyone was always so impressed with that food. They're back at their original Gentilly location now, I believe. Meals from the Heart Cafe in the French Market. Adisnola Maro's on St. Claude Avenue is popping. Man, Maro's is a scene. So uh, get out there to support some minority-owned restaurants and enjoy some good food. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.